Greetings and welcome to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, thanking you for joining me on today. And Wednesday with the Word is the midweek message given to you through and by the Traveling Pulpit podcast, which is done on every Saturday. And on today, I want to talk a little bit about what holds us together. You know, as you look around the world, you see that things aren't going so well anymore. Things that are beginning to unfold. The news is beginning to get a little more intense at what is going on in other countries around the world. In fact, France leads the news with its COVID restrictions, its lockdown, its new guidelines that they set up. In other words, uh, France, I'm sorry, I was going to say Paris, but France is shutting down its entire nation. The whole nation, that, that, that little area in Europe called France is shutting down from border to border where people will not be able to buy, sell, or trade without proof that they have been vaccinated. Wednesday with the word family, what does that sound like to you? And why do people still not believe what is going on right before their eyes? Are they not held together by laminin? Or do they not believe what the word says? He, that man, the, the president of France is shutting down everything to those who will not take the vaccine. This is not a time to jump out and take it so you can continue to be a part of this dying world. This is a chance, an opportunity for, for the people of France to stand up. And to push back because not only is bars, restaurants, movie theaters, you know, uh, grocery stores, not only are they being um, held back or, or closed off to those. Your livelihood, places you go to work, friends you, you spend time with, all of those things go away. But what I want to get across to you on today, Wednesday with the word family is that it's going to happen here. That's the, that's the honest to God truth. It's going to happen here when we don't know. Australia has jumped on the bandwagon behind France to usher in the new world order, as they call it. We all know it was coming. We all know it was coming. People have been talking about uh, the mark is going to be in the left hand or 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 the, the forehead. Well, it has to get in your body first. No conscious person that I know is going to physically take something from someone's hand and put it on their hand or take it out of their hand and put it on their forehead, knowing that this is the mark. It has to be put in your body another way. And I believe that the vaccine is the way. Simply put, Satan never told our foreparents, Adam and Eve, what he was doing when he talked to them from the tree. But he had a plan to destroy them the whole time. 
So what do you think this vaccine is? It's nothing but utter destruction for those who take it. And there are so many weak minded people, so many weak minded men, so many so-called men who have stepped up and voluntarily taken it. There are so many so-called pastors, so many so-called evangelists that have told their people that they need to get this, this, this lethal injection in their arm, that this is God's way. Well, let me tell you something. God is the way Jesus. I'm sorry. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And if you're not following him, you're doomed for destruction. And there are over a million people, over a million people, if not more. I don't know the numbers. I don't care to know the numbers. I'm care. I care about you. I care about you and your salvation. The Bible tells us that the road that leads to destruction is wide. It is broad and everybody seems to be on it. But the road that leads to eternal life is narrow and very few find it. But I promise you, if you follow Christ, don't follow me. Do not follow me. If you follow Christ, I'm just a vessel being used by Christ. But if you follow him. You will be on that narrow road and you will find your way to salvation. He wants that relationship with you like you do not know. This is why we have this gene in our body. This is why we have this high molecular weight protein that holds our cells, our muscle tissues and our organs together. It has no definitive location in our body because it's throughout our whole body. Its function is to surround ourselves and to strengthen us. Its purpose is a connective component which produces the, the, the adhesiveness to ourselves. It's like glue. It holds us together. But we must be held together for him. We cannot fall apart in times like these. Because times like these are what the Bible said would come true. Now, there are a lot of people who were. I don't know what they are now. I was always following Jesus. I was always following the Messiah. Whatever his plan is, is what it's going to be. There were so many people on social media. I'm pre-trib. I'm post-trib. I'm, I'm mid-trib. Listen, it does not matter. We are all going to go through it together. Only the strong survive this battle. And I'm not talking about weightlifting or strength, physical strength. I'm talking about mental strength. Can we handle what France is about to go through on August 1st? Can we handle that? Will we stand up like, like the French are doing over there right now, protesting and marching for their rights and for their freedom? Can we do those things here in the United States, knowing that we are so divided because I'm black, someone is white, someone is yellow, someone is pink, someone is brown. Can we stick together because I'm Republican, someone else is Democrat, I'm conservative, someone else is, is liberal. Can we stand together? Will we stand together? Jesus has told us in his word over in Matthew 16 and verse 34. He says to his disciples that he tells us. He's telling us the same thing if you read it and apply it. If anyone would come after me, 
meaning to follow him. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Well, we got that inside us already. The laminin, that's what it's there for. We have the cross inside of us because laminin resembles the cross. When you get a chance, Google laminin and see what it looks like. It looks like the cross. Not the cross of Christ, but the cross that he put in us to bear with him, to follow him, that we can take it up and go forth with him. It is the adhesive that holds us together in times like these. Because if we say we trust him and we believe him, we're going to be tested in what we say. He says, for whoever would save his life, meaning try to try to compromise, try to strike a deal or try to try to fit in. Whoever would save his life will lose it. Let me read that again. He says, for whoever would save his life. Will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it again. Meaning that if you should somehow lose your life in this already dying world, that you will find your life in him because he is the resurrection and the life. He is the the way, the truth, and the life. He told Martha, he said at Lazarus' uh, uprising, when he, when he woke Lazarus up, he told Martha, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Then he asked Mar Martha a question. He said, do you believe this? So when Martha said, yes, she believed it, he raised her brother back to life. Do you believe this? They are making a case against us, the unvaccinated, saying that it is us who are causing these deaths when they know very well that the death that is coming from their, coming from their vaccine, but they want to blame it on someone. So they have to blame it on the unvaccinated and make it seem like that it's coming for us, coming from us so they can push their death agenda on us. It's not going to happen. There is not enough that they can take away from me in this world that will make me stop praising the Lord. I'm telling you what I'm telling you, and I'm not holding my tongue from it. This world has nothing, has done nothing but cause death and destruction. And I choose life. I'm pro-life to begin with. I'm pro-Messiah to end with. I choose life. What do you choose? What is your choice? He goes on to say, what profit a man if he gain the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? No man can save himself. Only the Messiah can do that. But if you do not have that relationship with him, you are already doomed. You have already given over to the powers of this world. You have already given over to the persuasion of this world. And you are doomed. You are on that super mega highway. But for those that don't know this, there is an exit coming up. And I am, I beg you, take the exit, get 
off of that highway. Get onto the main road. Follow that main road till you see that exit that says narrow road half mile ahead and take the narrow road. Get off that super highway. We are better than this. We have been made better for this. Our Messiah is the one who gave his life. John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever, whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He wants that relationship with you. And now is the opportunity to get it with him. Colossians, the first chapter is another good way of nailing this point down. Colossians 1 and 15, it says he is the image of the invisible God. The son resembles the father, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominion or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. This world still has the stamp of Christ on it. And as long as we are in him and he in us, nothing is going to happen to us. I'm not saying that as a as a, a way of 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 not anything bad will happen to us because we're going to be challenged. What I'm saying is that he will protect us in those challenges. See, it rains on the just as it does the unjust. Just look out west. There is many Christians out there who believe in the Lord and call on his name, but they're still going through the fire. They're still going through the drought. They still may lose their home because of the wildfire. But they believe in him so strongly that he's going to take care of them in the form of bringing them out of where they are to a better place. And that is what he's doing with us right now. This is only a test. And he is before all things and in him, all things hold together. This is why it is so important that you know what this laminin is. It is that adhesive that holds us together. It is that cross-like molecular uh, uh, weight gene protein that holds us together. Simply because he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead. Not only is he the firstborn of all creation, he's the firstborn of the dead. You know why? Because he went to hell after taking two nails in his hands, one nail in his feet, a spear piercing in his side and a thorn of crowns on his head. He went to hell for our sake to take back the keys of hell and death. And then he had to come through the birth canal of death to be born all over again to destroy the death that tried to keep him held down. The same death that is trying to keep us held down. The same death that is destroying those who choose to follow their own way and not the way of the Messiah. That's the death that he overcame. That is the death that he's trying to keep us from. But he is the firstborn of the dead that in everything he might be preeminent. 
meaning that he may be praised for all these things. He went to hell for us. He knows what it's like in hell. He's seen what goes on down there in hell or above us or wherever hell is. He's seen what goes on there. So for the fire to get a little hot under our feet, does that mean we tuck tail and run or do we plant our feet in the ground? Letting the roots of our relationship that he has with us set settle into the soil that we will be like the palm trees that do not twist and turn when the winds blow, that we are not like the trees that are uprooted at the first straight line wind that comes, but we will be like palm trees where we go one way and then the wind blows and we go the other way, but we do not lose our roots because we so we are so deeply rooted in him. He is the firstborn of the dead so that he might be preeminent. So that you might have life. But that life abundantly, not in this world, but with him, wherever he is. He said, if I go, I'm going to go to prepare a place. And when it is ready, I'm going to come back for you. So all of this is just is just a dress rehearsal because he's coming. Are you ready? Wednesday with the word family. I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to just get that out there to you. This is the word of truth. You know, the truth is something that we all want, but when it comes down to it, it is nothing that we want to hear. But this is what you'll hear here on Wednesday with the word. And this is what you'll hear on Saturdays with the traveling pulpit. This is the truth of God's word. It is uncut. It is, it is not watered down. The water has been turned off. It comes from a source that is deeply rooted inside of me that the Holy Spirit untaps and it comes rushing out of me. I am I am a sinner. I am not the man you should follow. I'm just a vessel that has been chosen that will do the work. And I pray that it is not my voice you hear, but it is the power that the Holy Spirit gives to me that that reaches your ear, that you know that the Lord Jesus has and wants that relationship with you. He has it and he wants it with you. And all you have to do, all you have to do is take a few seconds over in the book of Romans, chapter chapter nine, verse 10. All you have to do let me find it is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Meaning you will have that relationship. You will have that relationship. And just because you have that relationship doesn't mean that you stop that relationship. Now you have to stay. Uh, uh, you have to stay connected meaning pray, meaning read the word, meaning get with someone who is, who has been in the word, who has been traveling this road with the Lord, who has deeply con, 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 um, 
deeply rooted himself or herself in the word that can help you understand the relationship of what what Christ wants to have with you. Wednesday with the word family, it is such a pleasure. It is such an honor. And I look forward to, to hearing from you on social media. I look forward to hearing from you through uh, the email, uh, travelingpulpit at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing hearing from you through travelingpulpitministries.com. And I also look forward to hearing from you on the different social media platforms, which are Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Traveling Pulpit on Twitter, um, traveling pulpit on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok at TPM 0116. You know, the time is coming that is already here. And there are no games being played by the enemy. No games are being played. He is out for souls. Will you give your soul to the Lord? Will you? For the traveling pulpit, sorry. For Wednesday with the word, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying I love you. Look forward to being with you Saturday with the traveling pulpit, which is what I do on Saturdays. But for now, God bless you. Wednesday with the word family. Bye for now.